my name is Rob Jensen. Welcome back to AGP to Redefine. Here I've got a couple students with me today, and uh, we have a very interesting subject matter for which we want to talk about, something uh, that doesn't necessarily come up too often, uh, but is certainly something that is very important uh, for certain students as they pursue their college app and their uh, college prep uh, process. Um, here, here I have Hayu and I have Kyler. Do you guys want to maybe just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, yeah. Uh, my name is Kyler Larson. I'm a uh, senior at A&M Consolidated High School. Um, I, I love, you know, coding, I love math, and I, I'm a part of a lot of clubs, extracurriculars, um, and I also do research, like this podcast, you can probably tell. Hi, I'm Hayu. I'm a senior also. I'm at College Station High School. Um, I'm a part of the orchestra, um, the theater department. Um, I really love math, and that's what I'm hoping to pursue in the future, and so that's what We'll get into it, but that's what research helped me a lot. With. Yeah, yeah. And so that is, yeah, today we're going to delve into research and, and kind of what y'all's experience looked like, um, you know, kind of break it down a little bit more for other people to understand what it is really sort of entailed in that whole thing. Uh, and just as well as, like, you know, help others, you know, how they may possibly get involved in some ways with, with research and the benefits. Uh, so let's kind of begin. I mean, both of you had research experiences this past summer, uh, very successful ones, uh, um, as I might say. And, you know, something within that, just kind of tell us a little bit about that experience and what you sort of took away from it. Okay, I'll go first this time. Um, I did research at Texas A&M. I did it through the math department. So I worked with a professor in the math department named Dr. Eric Rowell. And I worked mostly um, more closely with um, a PhD student. His name was Benjamin Warren, and we worked with. Um, do you want me to go like in depth about what we? Yeah, just kind of a little bit about okay. what sort of things um, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So I mostly there was this problem with an equation called the Yang-Baxter equation, and what we were trying to do was find solutions for it. Well, not solutions because there there's like an infinite number of solutions. So what we were trying to do was find classifications of solutions. And mostly what I did was they had a computer program through Maple, and what I did was input like various um, solu um, potential solutions, and then mm -hmm. they would spit out like a list of like polynomials or matrices, and I would solve them, and I would bring back a list of solutions for them. Very cool, very good. I, I had research this summer. Um, I applied through a program, um, and I got into, I don't know, actually won um, where I got to work at the Harvard Medical School. So that was actually really cool. I was not expecting it at all. Um, I got to work under a, um, a professor. His name was Yogesh Rathi, but I worked more closely with um, two, I guess, I'm not sure what they're called, but I think they're called lecturers or associate professors, I'm not sure. Um, but one was named like Kevin Cho and one was named um, Argya Paul. And we essentially worked on, um, I was focusing on computer science and um, the lab I was working on is focused on neuroscience, so it was kind of weird because I wasn't sure why I was there. They're all like <laughs> biologists, um, they're doctors, and I was, didn't really know why I was there, but then I realized, you know, they gave me my project, and it was um, MRI reconstruction, so essentially um, taking, um, you know, an MRI scan, um, but trying to make it, you know, more efficient by instead of taking, you know, the entire MRI scan, we now have, um, you know, half of the MRI scan, or less than half of the MRI scan, and we use artificial intelligence, um, deep learning models, um, basically anything that we can to predict the rest of it with, you know, significant enough accuracy that we can potentially use it in um, in actual settings. Um, and you know, I learned a lot through that. It was really fun. Um, I definitely came a long way from the beginning <laughs> to the end. I, when I first got there, I was like, 
I had no idea what I was doing. I, I felt so out of place, but I definitely, um, it felt really good at the end. So, yeah. Kind of like uh, just drinking from a fire hose a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was, <laughs> the first week there, I was so I was so lost. I had no idea what I was doing. But yeah, it, it, yeah, they were very nice. So I got I got caught up pretty fast. So it just kind of threw you into the deep end. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about just like how did you come about research? I know yours. You know, you had an experience this summer and 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 you know, kind of doing that. But I know Kyler's yours kind of was sort of culminated into what you ended up doing this summer. Um, just tell us a little bit about your background and how you arrived to this point and what you were able to do this summer. Yeah, so um, the first kind of research experience I had was back probably um, during the COVID years where I, um, I, I attended this online research program at the University of Texas. It was called like uh, Uni University of Texas High School Research Program or something, but yeah, very generic. <laughs> but I worked with this like one professor. It was online because it was obviously COVID, and we did. It was like ecology or something like that. It wasn't really related to what I was interested in, but I did want to get interested in research, um, so I just went for it. Um, I worked uh, under this professor, Laura Gonzalez, and we we documented artificial brightness and NDVI, which was like plant biomass growth. But it was like it was interesting just because I got to learn how to do research, and that kind of promoted me. Um, to doing my own study throughout the next year um, where I, I, I use uh, deep learning to solve, um, I guess, pneumonia diagnosis from COVID based off of lung x-rays. It was a project that I started um, at a at an online camp and then just kind of used all through the year, um, just like developing it to see how well I could make it work. Um, and I, that kind of formed my basis um, for when I was applying to these programs to like have, have a say like, this is like the research I've done. Um, this is like what I think my strengths are. And that's how I could get um, top opportunities like that because I already had, you know, pretty decent research experience. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, you, oh, you yeah. applied to like uh, the the research summer institute. Yeah, I, mean, right? I applied uh, to a few, but um, yeah, yeah. The one that I got into was called it was called Rise. It was yeah, it's based yeah. out of Boston University, but it's really just um, they they essentially place you in labs that they think is like are the best for you to succeed. I think it's it's a uh, I don't know how prestigious it is, but I'm pretty, I think it's like relatively prestigious. That's why I was able to get, you know, like where I got. But um, I, I think the best way that I can say why I got in was because I started research pretty early. Um, I think that was very beneficial, you know, starting as early as you can once you get into high school is really, really good. It won't just look good for colleges, but it'll also help you, you know, learn a whole bunch of other things um, that I think we'll talk about later in this podcast. Yeah. And... Yeah, tell us a little bit yeah. about your, your journey here. Um, for you? me, I, it wasn't as intentional. I was just kind of bored over the summer, <laughs> and I had, like, nothing to do. And so I knew, like, some of my friends were reaching out to professors to do research. And so this was before Rob, so I was just, like, blue-collaring it. I was, like, emailing professors at a and um, I was, like, asking them if they'd like to take on, like, a high school intern who had no <laughs> idea what he was doing. I sent them, like, resumes and stuff. I sent probably, I don't know, 10 to 15 emails and maybe like two or three professors responded, but I just kind of like latched on to those professors and I like asked them about their labs and stuff. And I ended up, my first um, research experience was also during COVID mm, 2020, I think, or 2021 mm -hmm. summer, summer after my sophomore year, I ended up working at um, a lab in the computer engineering department um, and it was a sketch recognition lab. So the main project that I kind of worked on 
was um, called mechanics, which is um, so like engineering students at universities their first year they go through like this set of classes and a lot of the homework in those classes involve like drawing force diagrams drawing truss diagrams like identifying mm -hmm. different things but it's all like them drawing stuff so the professor has to manually grade everything like you can't uh -huh. do that online and so what we did was we created sort of an online platform that could recognize these shapes and these lines and was able to grade these um using machine learning and stuff like that. And I think it's implemented in at A&M right now and it's implemented at Georgia Tech University. And so they're still like going through trials of that. But honestly, like going into it, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, I'm bored out of my mind over the summers and I guess like research would look good and it would be fun to do. And so I just emailed a ton of professors. And honestly, now, I'm not even thinking about going into computer science or anything like that, but it was just a really good experience, like putting myself out there and be, being willing to advocate for myself in front of like this like list of like professors at mm -hmm. A&M. And so that was a really good experience and I had a lot of fun doing it too. And it was intimidating at first, but like Kyler said, it was like drinking from a fire hose at first and they were giving me these like lines of codes and I was like guys I don't even know JavaScript like and so it was like a week of like me trying to learn like all the code and all the basics on my own before I could like really delve into it but it was like it was a good exercise in self-advocation it was a good exercise in like self-learning yeah and so mm -hmm. yeah. It, was, it was really good yeah and that's a really important thing that I think the two of you didn't kind of brought up in, in different ways but you know having to kind of okay this is what they want from me obviously there's not a course for for me to to you know learn there's no structured environment to learn this right i, I gotta figure out this myself right i gotta kind of go and um there's no manual of any sorts of what you're supposed to do and do this step this step but you're just sort of kind of following your way into it and, and trying to figure out what well, what is it that I need to do and how do I do this and, and such. So yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit about like, you know, that process as well, but what other things did you kind of discover through this process of research? You know, just, um, you know, what are the things that came out of it? Like, oh, wow, I'm looking back on, wow, I did not think I was going to have that, to take that away from that experience. Yeah, I, I guess I can go first. Yeah, so um, like yeah, like Rob said, um, what self learning and really learning how to I guess kind of be independent um, in, in these like types of situations is very important. Um, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people miss out in high school is they have this very like structured curriculum for them. Um, they just go to school, they do whatever assignments their teacher tells them, and they learn how to do that well. But then they never really learn how to you know do anything past that. I think that's what research is really, really good for, is you can go to these places in like professional settings and then, you know, work with actual professionals, managing time, managing, you know, um, stress, managing different projects and stuff. And that's one of the most important things I think about research. Um, but one of the other things that I was really surprised when I took away from research is that it's a very collaborative field. Um, it, I, I, I don't know, when I was going into research, initially I thought it was just gonna be a bunch of like 80 year old white professors and just like, <laughs> they're just gonna be like sitting there growling at me the whole time. And I was like, I don't know, I was really scared. But then, you know, I, I get there and then everyone at the lab is like very nice. They're, they're always making sure, you know, I, I feel 
comfortable. I know what I'm like, if I need any help or if I need, you know, something, they'll, they'll go get it for me. And that's like one of the things that I really, uh, really was not expecting to see in like a research environment. You know, I heard all these horror stories from academia, like don't go in there. Everyone's just trying to like steal each other's work and slit each other's throats but it was like <laughs> but yeah no it was it was really really nice like i would not be afraid of trying to like dip your toes in the water at all um like there there's certainly ways you can do it wrong but there's more ways you can do it right yeah definitely along the lines of what kyle said if you're thinking about doing it don't be afraid don't let like fear be the thing that's keeping you from pursuing a research experience because like kyler said they are the pe once you get accepted into, or not accepted, but once they like invite you to come work with them, like like I said, there was like a ton of professors who just ghosted me, who like didn't respond. <laughs> but like those people that do respond and who do invite you, most of the time it's because they genuinely are willing to work with a high schooler, and it's because they have that um, they have that willingness to kind of mentor not only the younger generation of un undergraduates, but people who are even like in high school and who are looking for a research experience and looking to develop that for their future. So like um, the math research that I did this past year, the first three weeks maybe was just the PhD student sitting me down. I'm sitting here, he has a whiteboard and he's just explaining like what exactly the problem is. Like he's not even telling me how to solve the problem. He just like, at that point, I needed like basic like vocabulary, like what's a tensor product, what's a Kronecker product, what's what's what does it mean when you're saying like this vector space is tensored on like three times on itself. Like I didn't know what that meant going in, but he was so willing to just sit me down and maybe it was like six hours of him like like cumulatively it was six hours of him on a whiteboard sketching that all out before I understood it and I was able to apply. Um, apply that into the research and honestly um like high school research at least my experience has been is i've gotten i feel like i've gotten a lot more from the research than i've given them and i think that's what kind of what they're expecting because if they wanted like we want to do this research at the highest level they would be getting like phd students they would be getting postdocs but the fact that they're inviting you as a high schooler um, to participate and to collaborate with them in part is because they recognize the importance of bringing this experience to someone from a younger generation. And so they're, they're willing to help. Um, well, the ones that invite you yeah. are willing to help. And I guess I just, I learned a lot about how, like, how collaborative the environment is and yeah yeah most definitely I think you know Kyler you kind of alluded to a little bit earlier some of the interdisciplinary aspects of your research and um, you know and certainly you know you I think you've mentioned before to even to me that you guys would have these meetings and, and, mm -hmm. and where y'all would sit down and kind of share each other's research and given the opportunity to kind of make comments on what they're doing and you know, so it's kind of that outside perspective of, and, and welcoming that, kind of embracing that sort of opinion, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so within that, just, you know, you, you had these experiences, you, you obviously learned a great deal about your individual field, you know, your MRI research, you and kind of theoretical math, and, um, and even sort of, 
um, you know, it seems like it kind of also kind of confirmed a lot of your um, your suspicions, right? Of, I think I kind of I know you and I had several conversations yes, about a, a year ago. It was a long journey. About a year ago, we were kind of all over the map in some ways, and we were trying to bring it down a little bit. So kind of just briefly let us in on that thought process that, you know, you know that just you know, walk us through mentally, like maybe the conversations that you had to yourself, or maybe with others too, of how you arrived and how you feel very confident about what you're pursuing for college. I guess, yeah, for me, um, I'm still not 100% sure, but on every uh, single application, I've been putting math as my major um, <laughs> because it's my experience doing research. I I wrote an essay about this, and it was like tedious at times. I'll admit, like mm-hmm. like because the jobs that you're given as a high schooler is like oftentimes like solving these polynomials or like um, inputting stuff into like these computer screens, and like you're being blue lit for like hours at a time and you're like you're it feels almost like you're not doing anything like meaningful but I remember like coming into weekly lab meetings like I would have these meetings every Friday at 1 p.m. with my PhD student and we would just talk and we would often get off topic like we we spend like maybe the first 30 minutes to an hour talking about our solutions and like the potential impacts and whatever but we would often get off topic and I'd like ask him questions about like how he got into math like what he liked about math and I asked him questions about because I at that time was questioning oh should I go into math what would I what do I want to do and he gave me a lot of great advice um, not just like math major advice but life advice because he's he's like maybe a couple steps ahead in his journey than me. And he gave me a lot of advice that like affirmed what I was thinking and like the confusion that I was going through. And it made me more, weirdly, he was like, I was confused as well, but weirdly that made me more confident in choosing math as a path. And I remember like at some points when I was, mainly when he was like teaching me this stuff, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this stuff is just unbelievable. Like I wanna know, I wanna know more about that. I wanna go into a field or at least go into studies that where I can learn more about vector spaces and I can learn more about like these fundamental topics that like underline the workings of our universe. And that like my, experience doing research with math really just affirmed what I was very confused yeah, about to yeah, begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, I remember, you know, we, we kind of spent months on that conversation and then so, you know, you're like history, that. writing, like computer science, computer science, this, engineering, this, like, um, yeah, we, we were, were everywhere. We were kind of everywhere for a while. So that's, um, that's good. I mean, that's great that you had that. And even sometimes when you maybe have an experience that that can also kind of affirm that that's what you may not want easily. My first research experience doing computer science, like I love the lab, I love the environment, but by the end of the summer, I knew 
I don't think I want to go into computer science. And it was nothing against them. It was just something that I discovered during the work, yeah. <laughs> during like the summer and like the the lines of code I had to go through and like all that. So that was like, I had an experience both um, like telling me maybe I don't want to do this mm -hmm. and an experience telling me like affirming that maybe I do want to pursue this further. Yeah, and yeah, most definitely. And sometimes you just got to put yourself out there, right? Yeah, I think I had a, a a lot easier of a time, I guess, deciding what I was going to do. I kind of, I kind of was choosing between math and computer science pretty much when I entered high school. I, I was I wasn't sure, you know, what I was going to do. Obviously, you have four years, but um, every time I I took an opportunity to do math or computer science, you know, research or competitions or anything like that, I just realized, you know, like this is where I want to be. I I I I've done stuff, you know, history, writing. It just wasn't, it didn't feel great, but every time I would, you know, whether it's a competition or whether it's like a club or anything, whenever I was doing that type of stuff, it would be, it would, it would like, that's, I knew that's where I wanted to be. And I think um, this was kind of affirmed by that first research I talked about where I went into that like ecology lab. Um, and I was, I was essentially tasked with the, the computer parts of it um, because I wasn't a biologist, but, but that was like one of the first times where I realized, you know, I might, this like is something that I actually could do like for the rest of my life where um, and it, it was just like you know I was just like entering data and analyzing data that's not like it's something crazy for like a computer engineer or anything but in the, in the in the end of the day like it's the fact that that was interesting to me was also interesting to me like why why did I like doing that I wasn't yeah. even sure and I think that was really um, kind of affirmed at this past experience I had this summer where I went to a lab where there was like one other person that knew what coding was and it was like it was it was really weird because um, I, I couldn't just turn to, like the person next to me, um, even though they're you know maybe they're smarter than me. They don't really know what I'm doing, right? Just like I don't know what they're doing. So it was it was kind of where I had to really just figure out what I was doing on my own, and that was like one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. Like I said, you know, I had machine learning experience heading in, but it was like nothing like what they were asking me to do. So for that first week, I really felt like I was lost, and like I I you know I really didn't know what I was doing and then maybe I was like oh no this like this, maybe this is not for me because I'm clearly you know when I'm in a professional setting I'm clearly not ready for this um, but you know over that time um, you know I just reach out to the one other person there that could code uh, and also like just online stuff and learning about all these things that they're asking me to do and I realized you know maybe I don't know how to do it right now but that's like that's the point like I'm not supposed to know how to do this right now no one knows how to do this right now that's why it's research that's why it's like you're trying to do novel stuff and then I once I realized that I was like okay well this is actually interesting now like this is fun now now that I realized I did I wasn't expected to have this done in like three days it was supposed to take me you know the rest of the summer to complete I was like oh okay so now I'm supposed to be like experimenting with this stuff and then that, that you know I would show up to the lab you know an hour before everyone and leave an hour later because I was just so engrossed with this this stuff that they were doing um, that you know other people in the lab would just be like oh yeah it's like so boring computer stuff whatever blah 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 go do brain surgery it's like <laughs> yeah I mean it, this I just like this was so in interesting to me you know um, like messing around with code and writing my own and trying to make things better I um, I mean they were helping me make this thing that you know they were gonna use in their lab for you know, a long time and I was like so worried at the beginning that I was going to screw something up completely because I was like, why would they trust a high school student? But you know, um, over that time where I was um, learning all that stuff, I realized you know this is exactly what I want to do, and I really reaffirmed like that I want to go into computer science. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. And like both y'all had very 
rewarding experiences in, in many different ways. And uh, I think a lot of the attributes and qualities uh, um, that you, you each were able to contribute into them. Um, and, and you kind of mentioned, I mean, you know, research is learning how to appropriately fail at something, right? You know, because if not, then you're, yeah, you're not touching on anything novel, right? You're not creating anything new or anything. Um, and, and, you know, being comfortable with that, you know, understanding that, uh, yeah, you're going to have to experiment uh, many, many times over. And, and, but it's the curiosity, it's, it's the determination, the grit that's associated with that experience uh, of trying to, you know, to, to discover new, new patterns, new, new pathways of things of how to do something. So, well, let's kind of shift gears. Uh, we're, you know, we're in December, senior year, both seniors. Um, yeah, they actually each have some very heavy decisions coming down pretty soon uh, um, for each one of them. So, uh, um, you know, hopefully good news will come, come don't talk forward to them. <laughs> 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 um, but eat, this whole semester, actually starting back in like June, right? Mm -hmm. we, we've been working towards college applications and essays. And, and I think, how many schools have you guys applied to when you're said and done? And I'm at 10. 10? I think I'm like... I, I don't know how many, 12, 13, I'm not sure. I haven't submitted many though. Me yeah, too. Like, yeah, are I, they just sitting there? Yeah, I have all the yeah. applications <laughs> done, I just haven't clicked submit. Yeah, I'm just worried. Because like, if like, I get into my like first choice, I don't need to submit them. No, so I'm just like, what if I think of an idea in the middle of the night? They all like, like what, if I, what if I achieve a new achievement between <laughs> now and like What if weeks? I finally learn how to do a backflip? Like, <laughs> what if I cure cancer? You know. Yeah. You, it's you right there. You, you, the cure for cancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have that on your, on your application. So, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, as you kind of been at this, it's been almost six months in, in the works, right? Uh, applying to all these schools, you know, working on the applications, writing all these essays. Like, uh, how has this? How has research kind of benefited you in this process? And, and both of you, I mean, you're both looking at some heavy hitting schools, so. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, so <laughs> there's um there's there's a few things that it's really been helpful for, and one the first one being um, that research is something that colleges really really like. Um, so if if you're looking at good schools, or even if you're not looking, even if you're just looking at like you know your in-state schools, research is going to help so much um, towards you know not just getting accepted, but getting you know honors programs, getting good financial aid, getting into like good labs and things like that. Like research is something that will set you apart from the, you know, the general populace. You know, everyone can do, or maybe not everyone, but a lot of people can do good in school. A lot of people can, you know, join clubs and stuff, but not many people want to like focus on research, want to actually, you know, do the research and, and, and learn from it. So that's like one of the main things that um, I think, you know, research you can actually benefit from in terms of like on paper. Um, another thing that is like what Hai you mentioned earlier is you learn how to kind of be a self advocate. You learn to you learn to you know put yourself in front of people that are like a million times more qualified than you and say, okay, here's why I think I deserve to be working with you or working you know, under you. Here's why I think I deserve a spot at your you know top institution, and that helps you that confidence that you can gain from you know getting one or two research experiences can carry over into like your applications into your into your real life where you can realize okay you know I have you know I have skills I have skills that you know are valuable to people I have skills that you know I can use to you know change the world 
um, and I just need to, you know, I need to have an opportunity to prove it, and that's where it can come into, you know, getting into good colleges, getting into good jobs, and things like that. Um, and that's really what research has been good for me for. Um, it's really helped me with, you know, yeah, self-knowledge, of course, self-advocacy, a lot of things like that. Um, but yeah, it's really been one of the most enriching experiences. One of the things I'm very glad I pursued um, throughout high school. Yeah, I think research is really important, even if you aren't thinking about going into research in the future. Like, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a rewarding experience regardless, because it's it's almost like a flip on its head from what we do in school so it's like yeah yeah <laughs> how i imagine it it's like this is, might be a horrible analogy but it's like this like these dots of people are like humans and then there's like this cliff that we're we keep on extending like there's this bridge towards like something like some darkness some void of like no knowledge and we keep on like extending light towards that and often in school we're like in the back of this pack of people and we're just receiving like this light that they've already lit for us like we're mm -hmm. just receiving this knowledge that they've already given to us but like research is almost an opportunity to like step in into the front of that pack and to help like light like you're touching stuff that that they're not they might not like teach in schools for mm -hmm. like maybe like 10 years or 15 years until they've got it all figured oh, out yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, helping figure that stuff out and it's even if you're you're like oh i realize i didn't like computer science it's almost um it's a new experience and it's a new way of thinking that really helps um just like overall like mm -hmm. in life like you can take that way of thinking into like into your sport you can take that way of thinking into like any of your other activities or even like how you interact with other people it's like um what we know is not set yeah yeah it's it's growing and you can be a part of that growth and in terms of college um very practically there's an mit research supplement like there's an essay for it right yeah they ask you for all the ivs too you can have optional research supplements mm -hmm. so. they they always submit so abstracts or papers yeah and it's, it's always yeah. good to have that yeah, stuff. they always yeah. let you submit research stuff uh -huh. um oh geez i was gonna say something else but i forget like it's a good way to show your interest in whatever you're pursuing like if I'm majoring in math and I'm saying, and maybe other people are saying, I'm really interested in math, but I'm saying I'm interested in math and I'm proving it. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually explored this, mm -hmm. then that shows a lot more yeah. than someone. And disclaimer, we haven't been accepted to any of these colleges yet. So, you know, it could all go downhill very soon, but this is what we think right now. Right. And it's like, it's a super, super good way to spend your summer. Like, I personally, um, I know Kyler has been, like, really in-depth his, with his research. Like, he's extended it into, like, independent research projects. Personally, I have mostly do research over the summer, and then during um, the semester, I'll help, like, maybe a couple weekends a month. Like, I'll go and meet with them, but nothing as serious as I do in the summer because during the school year, I have a ton of other activities, and they understand that. But even... It's just been such a rewarding way to spend the hours that I haven't, like, been b bombarded with all these activities, with school, with homework, with assignments. And I know even, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think some colleges, Stanford maybe has a has questions like, how did you spend your yeah, summer? Yeah, yeah. What was the most rewarding experience you had? Mm -hmm. How have you, they really <clears throat> like seeing 
how you've taken initiative mm -hmm. to explore things, especially on the downtime when they know you're not bombarded with this stuff. How have you chosen to spend that free time? And it's research is a really good way to spend that time instead of, I don't know, I probably would have been sleeping in <laughs> and um, eating junk food and watching reruns yeah. personally. So. Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah, you guys did such a phenomenal job and, and, and you know, it's been such a pleasure working with, with the both of you. Um, you know, we really saw the value of research and, and, you know, each year we've been kind of encouraging more and more students to, to pursue that. And, and I think this past summer we had about six students, you know, kind of went off and, and, and did and pursued some individual efforts through the various forums. Um, it, it's been so much that we're actually starting and, and launching a new program. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this coming spring, it's called Real. Uh, research enriching academic learning, um, in which we'll have someone on staff who is uh, well equipped and, and uh, has been through the research process and, and, and pursuing masters and PhD, and, and is uh, mentored uh, undergraduate and graduate students at, at uh, university level. So um, um, it, it's something that we so strongly believe in that we really are hoping um, to encourage encourage more students to uh, pursue this pathway. Um, for that, so um, yeah, I think that's really great because yeah. I think oftentimes research is like almost reserved for like the yeah. most high achieving students because mm -hmm. only those are the ones who seek out. But if there's like this initiative to like bring research almost to the masses, like to everybody, like I think I think that's really cool. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's really hard. It's it's kind of difficult to get started with research, yeah. right? Like how you said emailing. 20 professors, you give me maybe one response yeah. back, but you know, if you get like this stepping stone, mm -hmm. you can work your way up. Precisely. That's what we're trying to do is like a lot of the skills that you guys were able to um, sort of accumulate through the various ones, um, experiences that you had, we, we hope to kind of offer that to our students here in-house and, and start um, equipping them and, and building their resume so that when they do email professors, they've kind of already got some preliminary mm -hmm. Uh, skills and, and maybe they're going to possibly have a little bit of publication or you know paper they could show the professor as well. So, um, yeah, uh, wow, you know it's been a, a tremendous experience. Um, wow, you know, you know working with the both of you and and, and you know and certainly uh, seeing how y'all's you know research and other experiences unfold and the way in which it has and uh, it's been such a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for having us. All right. All right. Ooh. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us for another episode of AGPD Redefine, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.